Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And, and sometimes, sometimes other, other shit. shit. Hello, darling. What up, what up, what up? How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm a little tired. Yeah, I you... feel like lately, that's like every time you ask on the show, I'm like, I'm tired. Well, I mean, you recently started a new job. Yeah, yeah. And that's taking up a lot of your time. You're yeah, writing yeah. a lot. And, yeah, yeah. And being on camera a lot. Yes. And yes. It... I've got a reel going right now. Yes, you have a reel yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also like worked all last weekend. Yeah, so. you worked. Yeah, you worked like seven days. Hold up, was that in your first week? This is your second that was or third second week. week. This was just my third week. So this is the end of week three. So oh, I work twelve days straight, and then I have today off. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. we had we had a big event, so that's right. It was, that's it was right. a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are still keeping your night job of going out and, and doing the stroll as well. How is that going? I mean, you know, you can make anything into a job these days. <laughs> so I'm making some good ass money with that. You know, I'm I'm now I'm I'm considered a sexual influencer. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So I have sponsors. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, KY, who is the um stocking companies, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that make the rip tights, you know, oh. the, rip tights, the ones you can just like rip at the crotch, you That's get smart. to them really quickly, That's yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 so, you know, you gotta get them sponsorships, you know, whatever you're doing, That's whatever it is you got going idea, on. That's actually a good idea, because you know they're <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> sponsoring prostitutes? Well, no, well, well because my... <laughs> I'm sorry, sex workers. Sex workers, well, because my, I was, my sister, Lexi, uh, listens, um, listens, and so she's like... She's like, oh, how do you guys pick your topics? How do you guys pick things to talk about? And I go, well, we, we, you know, Shaw was much more plugged than I am. She pays more attention to pop culture, but mm. we'll come up with some things and, or just news in general. She'll come up with, we'll also, come up with some things. Also, things also just happen. Yes, right, yes, in the world. things happen. And, and in black pop culture, yeah, black, we can't yeah, not with talk gay about people, it. It just happens. And you just talk about things. Exactly. And then she goes, she goes, have you guys talked about the sex workers? And I was like, what? And I'm like, what are you talking? And you know, she's nice. The sex workers. She's like, yeah, she's like the sex workers. Like, you know, they're trying to legalize it. Oh, they're yeah, but well, le- that's been going on yeah, for a while. And I say, well, I say, is there something new? Because it's been going on. Yeah, it's been, and it's legal in certain, not, well, it's legal in certain countries. What is it? Um, right, uh, but we talk about here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, here in the United States. No child. San and, Francisco um, was pushing for legalization. Well, I think it's interesting. Well, this was years ago. Yeah, because when you when you came up with we were just talk, joking about you getting sponsors. Imagine <laughs> if though, if it became legal, eventually it's. I feel like it's gonna go to that. They're gonna be smart, and people are gonna be getting sponsorships. Like the log, all those things that you said, that can become. I a thing. don't know if they're gonna get sponsorships. I think it, even if it became legal, it would still be taboo. You know what I mean? Just because we legalize something doesn't make it all of a sudden like That's it's not true. gonna be like you flip a switch and now everyone's cool with it. It's well, still no, gonna no. be very controversial. That's true. But I feel like there's going to be some companies who are, who are going to jump on the bandwagon. I wonder, because could you do it in a way where it's... Because these women are, are men and men who are doing this. Mm-hmm. They're probably eventually going to have Instagram pages. It, if it's legal, it's still... Instagram or whatever could still they could still create account they could put nudity but they could advertise certain things people are already out there advertising it and then yeah. they have these um, sites like Seeking Arrangement mm-hmm. and yeah, the, yeah what was that other one was uh, Ashley Madison was more for like people wanting to cheat on their spouse but yes, yes. I mean that was I don't I don't really know the nuances of that in terms of I don't think it was like sex mm-hmm. workers so much of it was like maybe from one cheating spouse to another cheating okay. spouse but. The seeking arrangement, hands down, is what it is, right? You know, and it's mostly young girls who either need to pay their college loans mm-hmm. or are in school and don't want loans who are like, look, I want a sugar daddy or I want a sugar mama. 
and they set up an account and they can set an allowance. Yeah. Um, or some girls just go on dates mm-hmm. and then they said like the guys will just give them money at the end of the date. Like just slip them 200 bucks, 300 That's bucks amazing. for a date. So some girls are like, I'm making a living like that. I don't have a sugar daddy. I don't do com- the commitments, but I do go on like three dates a week and I make like a thousand bucks. I think that's awesome. I'm like, what? That's tax free money too. Yeah, it's like, Could you uh, imagine? Sign me that's up. that's four thousand dollars a month tax free. Oh what? God. To go on a date? It's like when you think about it, how long does the average date last? Exactly. Like what, an hour and a half? Maybe? Right. And they're probably just going to like coffee mm-hmm. or dinner and just like giving these really awkward, really weird guys company. I mean, that's Awkward, essentially really what, that's essentially could you what do that? is. Could you do that? Like, you, have, you yeah. have a baby daddy. Like, right now, if someone said... <laughs> if I have a baby daddy. No, no, no. I said you <laughs> have a baby daddy. If someone was like... <laughs> if someone said they are going to pay... You had some clients. Maybe you had two or three clients. Mm-hmm. And maybe once a week, maybe you had to go out with these clients once or twice a week, each mm-hmm. of them. And mm-hmm. they you would make... Say you Wait, how four, many clients do I have? Say you have... Say... We're going to start with one. I'm giving you like crazy hypotheticals. Okay. We start, you we have, have one we client. We said two. Let's we say have two, two clients. clients. And okay. they want you to at least go out with them mm-hmm. once or twice a week. Okay, so I'm out like two to four times a week. Exactly. Going, and this is going on dates with them. They take you to functions. Events, right. Events. Galas, things yeah, they, like yeah, that. You know, sometimes they want to, you know, just accompany them. Just, right. Just anywhere, Here's whatever. the problem. Are they asking for blowjobs at the end of the date? Like, because that's what it comes down to. I, if they're looking for sex, and if that's how far you're willing to go, and then if it is, what the price is that you put on that? Say, 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 in the beginning they aren't looking. No for sex. That. No yeah. sex. So what happens? Is there a set allowance for this, or are they just like giving me money at their leisure? Because the understanding is like, I'm not just coming out with you to come out with you. So there has to be some sort of agreement or contract in place, right? Because yeah. I can't just assume he's going to give me a couple hundred bucks at the end no, of this gala. A, to me, that's, uh, uh, there's a contract. There's so what exchange. are we saying? It's like $1,000 a week or whatever? I, yeah, say they're giving you $1,000 a week. Yeah, they attend two events with them. That's for two clients? Two clients. Yeah, that's $2,000 a week. Yeah. Bruh. That's eight k a month, yeah. ten on a good month. So then I am super with that. So then, what if they said they would? They just like at these events, you know, these people just like we don't have to have sex, but we have to be like, I want to hug you, I want to hold you, I'm I all kiss for you. you. Get that nose all in the crook of my neck. <laughs> like, listen, think about it. Do the math. It's fifty two weeks in a year. If yeah. we're talking two thousand dollars a week, mm-hmm. I'm making over a hundred k a year to go on dates. Yeah. If this man is not asking for sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just wants to hold That's you. just super unrealistic. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, that's insane. Yeah, These I girls are clearly having sex so because then you go, there's no I'm way. Trying to think of other, I'm trying to think of ways in which it would get awkward because it's like. It's always going no, no, to no. get awkward. Not, uh, well, I'm saying in, in ways that it would sort of uh, bleed into, like how would it affect your life? Like you have you having a boyfriend or you having a fiance, if you get married, how would that affect your relationship? I you think having... once you get married, you're going to have to let it go. <laughs> like, does your, does your husband not have a job? Like, you're probably. Probably gonna have to stop going out on the dates. I love it. Once you're at the point of like, we're getting married. Well, he's like, baby, this is a good look. Right? He's like, you, you top earning. Yeah, he's like, come on. Well, I'd have to go to work this week because. uh, Have you ever seen that show, The Girlfriend Experience? No. That movie, not the show, the movie. No, this is was this on HBO. You told me about this. Uh, No, 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 no. It was a movie. Mm -hmm. It came out like in theaters years ago, maybe even like a decade. Um, I saw, and essentially that's what it was. Like she was a a high end escort. She had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It got hairy. It got hairy. But her boyfriend knew. It wasn't like she kept it to see. Her boyfriend knew. He used to 
big her up and mm -hmm. be like because then there was like some other girl mm -hmm. who was coming up on her heels and her boyfriend was like you the shit who is this girl she ain't nobody she can't do what you do like he was yeah and then it got a little tricky um I'm... but yeah um her boyfriend he knew and he supported her and he did everything he could to make sure she was good look that is hold me down love that is love <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I, I have heard of Stranger Things. I'm not saying I would consider most things for the right, not for the, yeah, for the right price. But again, like, I think if, if you're not having sex with the men, I could see your boyfriend being a lot more willing to stomach that. Oh my Especially God. if you're doing it before you meet him. Like, yeah. You already had this business in place. Mm -hmm. And it's then fine. you meet him and you're like, well, look, this is, I go on dates for a living. <laughs> And the first thing a guy's going to think is, like, you're a prostitute. You're like, yes. no, no, I go on dates. I legit just escort. <laughs> I don't have sex. I just go on dates with these really awkward or really fat or really whatever this mm -hmm. guy's got going what on. If, what if they're, like, handsome and they just, like, he's like, I don't want any strings. What if you go that out That means they hand? want sex. There's no, no really handsome guy just wants to take a woman on a date with no strings and give her money for it. That's Unless true. something's wrong with him. But look, listen, I got on Seeking Arrangement mm -hmm. years ago because I wanted, not a, an expose, but a little bit of an expose. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't have an outlet that was like willing to, to go there. Mm -hmm. And I'm pissed because then I got scooped by Vice News and this woman did exactly what oh, I was doing. Damn. Exactly the piece I was working on. And she said she went out with a dude and he was really handsome. Mm -hmm. She said, but well, he was the most awkward person she had ever met in her life. She said, and then they were leaving. She went to the car. She was going to the valet to get her car. And he basically, like, he took her hand, like, you know, thank you so much for being up with me. He put something in her hand. And she got in her car and she opened her hand. And it was, like, $160. Mm. Like, he just gave to her. And she was like, that was so weird. Yeah. But she said before the date, they, he wanted to, um, like, FaceTime or Skype or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, stand up, turn around, let me look at you. Like... He wanted to look at her body and all oh, this other okay. stuff. Well, I would yeah, assume yeah, like, good. like, yeah, no, mm, I'm a pass. Could yeah. you imagine? You'd be like, no, this is not gonna work out. Like, I'd be, okay. I'd be annoyed because I'd be like, you're the desperate yeah, one. You like, don't get to tell me it's not I happening. Am, I, I am beautiful. I'm gorgeous. You're <laughs> awkward. Like, but she said he was real. I think that was a different guy though. But she said the guy was really handsome. Mm -hmm. She was like, he was young. He was good looking. I think he was like in tech or something, so he made a lot of money. But she was like, he was the most awkward person I've ever met in my life. That's because you think about this is also going into a tangent, but it's it makes me. I think I've mentioned that show special before mm -hmm. on um, Netflix, and you and and how there are these. Everyone has a thing, but someone with even a mild case of like who's a little bit awkward or mm -hmm. uh, uh, autism or any of these the cerebral palsy where it in um what is it called. Mentally, it's there's no issue. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no issue. But you know, someone can just have like a a, a walk or a limp or some sort of physical sort of manifestation of the the illness, and how how that's viewed. Because then you look at that person and you're thinking, is there something mental going right. on? And how did how did they go about their normal life? But that's the thing. I feel like physical disabilities don't hold people back. Like, no. I'll say this. In, 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 in not black communities, mm -hmm. especially because I just feel like more so I see, and maybe this is just a majority thing, but I see white people out here with physical disabilities mm -hmm. with husbands and wives, like, because I, I think as a black woman, you are very much aware of who's got a man, mm -hmm. especially when you don't. So it's like, like who, who's to 
together. So it's one of those things where you see somebody, you're like, she got a man? Like, well, I, you're like, I can't find a man, and even this lady got a man, and she ain't got no arms. Like, <laughs> I'll be honest so with you, I feel like, yes. Like, I have, <laughs> like only black people don't seem to be so getting stupid. together like that. But I, I rarely, other folks do. Well, I guess. I rarely see people, like, with some sort of visible... Like, maybe a wheelchair. Because people in a wheelchair, you can see some... That happens. Right. Like, I remember when I lived in... I lived in Hoboken, and there was a friend of a friend's. My, one of my roommates had this boy that she was seeing, and one of his best friend was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And I think I met this guy. And he like had one. a girlfriend? I, I, apparently, he, he was a very good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what he looked like, but he did get play. And yeah. we, I just remember us, I remember them coming to visit and we lived on like a full floor walk up. Yes, you did. And I was like, how does he get up the stairs? <laughs> I was like, cause you know, we're all of like, tw- maybe like 26, 27. Then, and she's like, well, he, I was like, does this friend carry him? And she's like, no, he carries his wheelchair and the guy comes up the stairs. I'm like, I would be like, carry me up these stairs. <laughs> those stairs were, he, those were a lot of stairs, but he got, he messed around. And I think. If I'm not mistaken, he had a girlfriend. He was che- he cheated on the cheated girlfriend. Cheated on his girlfriend. He cheated yep. on the girlfriend. Yeah. Yep, that makes yes. sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole Bayer was talking about how her sister texted her one day and she was like, oh, she saw this guy in a wheelchair. He was really good looking mm-hmm. and she was staring at him because he was good looking, not because he was in a wheelchair, but then the guy probably thought... Oh, she's staring at me because I'm in a wheelchair. And, like, you know, he left. And she's like, you should have said something to him. Why didn't you shoot your shot? Like, she was like, I don't know. I was just staring at him. It's, yeah. What if, she was like, because he was good looking, she just, like, completely, like, didn't even acknowledge that he was in the wheelchair. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, because, yeah, like, what if, yeah, the guys in the wheelchair are guys, well, I guess if he's a, a small person, you would know. Like, if he's sitting mm-hmm. down sometimes. But, yeah, what if he has super palsy and, like, he got up and you were thinking, oh, he's looking at me. And then he got up and he had, like, he needed AIDS to walk. Yeah, yeah. like he, he was on those, you know, crutches. Or Then it's just like, for some people, I can understand how it would be, it would not be something that they would want to physically. Assume. See, oddly enough, I think I wouldn't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I would care about like, well, what's your lifespan? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have a, 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 a degenerative disease. Mm-hmm. What? How long typically do people with your disease live? Because that's, I'm thinking long term, like, I'm not going on a date with you if I know that, like, I might fall in love and then we get married and you ain't going to be around to raise our kids. Like, Uh, I I know that that might seem a little foul, but I'm thinking that far ahead. But then how do you even broach that? It's like on the first day, you're like, so, I just Not the first day. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you do your research. Hello, we live in the age of information. Um, (laughs) You do your research. And then, you know, you bring it up maybe if you're, like, seeing each other regularly. Because it might not even be a conversation. You might go out with him, and then he's a piece of shit. And then That's you're true. like, okay, whatever. I went out with this guy with uh, cerebral palsy, but he was an asshole. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm sure happened. Yes. And and the show, the guy, the main character, and he, he has definitely some quirks, and he has some physical sort of impairments that are you can actually see. Mm-hmm. But he's it, it doesn't, I think they do a good job of sort of, the character is not all good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, right. he also has some biases. Because people he also, are people. Yeah, I think they do a good day, job with like, creating this character who is a... His disability is, is a huge part of who he is, but it doesn't define him. Right. So I think that's interesting to see. And then they have him sort of hooking up and, and, and meeting with, like, able-bodied men. And then he he doesn't want to go out with a guy who is deaf. Oh, yeah, <laughs> his boss, who was a bitch... Sets him up with a guy who is um, who is her cousin who's deaf, and he the guy, they come to the to the date, 
and it's like a blind deaf date or something where the guy is no is he no he's deaf but he never it's blind date because he's never met the guy yeah, you can't and he has his that. translator you can't be like hey I'm gonna hook you with my cousin and neglect to tell yes. me the person's deaf yes that's a big deal yeah cause the, the translator sits down first and he's like hey and he's like I'm actually not the guy that you're meeting he's on his way and oh. he comes and he sits down and he's like I'm his translator and then he's uh-uh. like what the I'd hell be, yeah. I'd be pissed that's like that's like being like oh I got this fine guy for you and I get there and he's white and it's like you can't neglect to tell me like such an important part of who that person is and how it has shaped their experiences in the world. Hold you on, know what on. I mean? I, like, could you imagine? I so it was like, I got this fine ass zoo for you. You get there, he's Chinese, and it's like, well, I wasn't expecting that. Well, I feel like you would ask questions, like right, like you would say, I just well, like ask- maybe you don't have enough time, or you're just like, okay, t- he wants to meet tomorrow. For coffee, like, are you free? His name is Aaron. Like, you know what I mean? You show up and Aaron's Japanese. And you're just like, I wasn't expecting that. I so guess, even if it's not a problem for you, it'd be one of those things where it's just like, we didn't discuss this. Like, <laughs> you don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just only for the black dudes right that's now. True, like, that's true. Come on. You but we, can't but then, not tell we, me that. But did will we... Okay, so do will we say it's fair for a white person... I think so too. I think if a white person is going a blind date and then they go, they go, oh, you didn't tell me this is a person of, of color. Of course, yeah. I yes, I think absolutely. I think like you, know. you can't be like that's like doing that bl- colorblind shit. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing. Like, yeah. ah, it's so stupid. Yeah, you can't be like, oh yeah, yeah, like he's totally deaf and um, <laughs> forgot to tell you. Like, yeah, like really, you didn't think that that might have some sort of effect on the date? There's another person here. Like, that is so because I'm trying to think of when. <laughs> I try to set up friends with like friends. Like remember we had like our friend a teen and and you and I was I'm trying to think of how you tell people as much. Like I tell them like I have this cute girl and then sometimes people want to see pictures and I know when we were hooking up certain people and you go don't show them pictures especially the guy don't show them any pictures just let them see she's a cute girl she's pretty <laughs> and maybe we give a general description like she's Dominican or she's Indian right but like I body don't think size that never I oh okay body size is different unless I'll say this unless. I knew, like, very specifically that my friend might have a preference mm-hmm. in, like, like build. Yes. I wouldn't feel the need to say nothing, say anything. I agree, yeah. Because if the if, if it was, let's say it was a, a friend of mine and, and it was a big girl, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I would say that. Because mm-hmm. I, I think I would say it just because if it's my friend and she's a big girl, mm-hmm. I don't want her to get blindsided by the person's reaction. Because people can be very discriminatory against not skinny people. That's true. So I wouldn't want it. And and the same with like my friend. If I was gonna hook my friend up with a, a big dude, I would tell her that. I'd be mm. like, yo, he a little big, but he's super cute and he's sweet. <laughs> like I would. I would definitely lead with his good qualities. But I would mention that like maybe you would consider this a not good quality, or maybe it's benign. I don't know. That's but I'm true. not gonna leave it out because That's I true. I think for some people it would definitely be of importance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the person was mad skinny, I wouldn't say anything, and that's just because this is the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. You don't you wouldn't go to your friend and be like, yeah, he's like six three, he's a rail, yeah. but he's so cute. He's like so you cute. wouldn't. Like he has he has you, no ass. Right, at you all. wouldn't. But, uh, <laughs> like she would show up and he'd be skinny and be a thing, but it'd be different. Like she showed up and he was fat, and then it'd be a thing. Yeah, are you like you said you would. Only if the guy was really skinny and you knew that your friend liked really muscular guys or like she usually dated would you say something I don't think I even would I don't think it, it would be something that unless he was so skinny that it was like of concern <laughs> 
<laughs> like we're not we're not sure what's going on there. <laughs> he, he might have a problem. I love that. And at that point, I probably shouldn't be hooking my friend up with him. Oh my god! But no, I don't think it would cross your mind to say he's super skinny. Versus, I think it would cross your mind to be like he's a really big dude. That's true. Because if he if he was a big dude, like his body, he had body, oddy, mm-hmm. you would mention it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You'd be like, girl, girl. Yes. Yes, you would mention it. <laughs> You'd be like, I might need to show you pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It's That's true. very true. Yeah, it's funny how we work. I remember someone had to hook, someone tried to hook me up with someone, and I had no, I knew the person, and then they were just like, what? Do you ever think about talking to so-and-so? And I don't know that much about it. And I'm like, well, I just don't think that would work. <laughs> and then they were like, and they kept mentioning, they were like, I think he's an alcoholic though, but maybe you should definitely just, just go for it. And I was like, I think I, he's an alcoholic. I was like, I don't think that that's something that I want. Right. And then the person mentioned this like multiple times multiple times and i was like when you said that you think that they're an alcoholic well it's like would you date them yeah that was but no how they said it was just kind of like i think they're not it didn't seem to phase them and i was like (laughs) so they probably would i was like i don't know if this (laughs) is i've dated an alcoholic have you oh yes yes yes. i have Mm -hmm. um i mean he wasn't like on the wagon when we dated no, is it? I off never know. Off the wagon. Off he, the wagon, he, yes. was, he was on the wagon when yes. we dated, meaning he was in AA, he was clean, and he was sober. Um, but it's trying. It's a lot. He also had not been sober for that long mm-hmm. and should not have been dating. So. Hold on, hold on. Was, had he been sober for at least a year? Nope. Oh, my God. When we met, he, he hadn't been sober a year. He said that his sponsor told him um, that... It's not smart to date because you're not supposed to make like major life yes, decisions, make, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's not smart to date when you haven't been sober for at least a year. But he was just like, when we met and I was like, I can't not pursue this. That is so interesting yeah. because... And so how... Just... Okay, you go on. You go on. No, I was, I was but, on. But no, I know someone <laughs> else who, who also is, uh, is suffering that they're sober. They're currently on the wagon now. And they have a girlfriend. And I think they've been together... I'm going on four years, mm-hmm. and but I think he's only been sober over a, a little bit over a year. So she was already in his life. Yeah, he was off the wagon. Yeah, off the rail. Well, probably. I think I, I think there were certain points where he was on, and then he was off, and it was a back and forth. Right, and and she definitely didn't know when they first met, and I mm-hmm. think something bad happened, mm-hmm. and then she found out how bad. Yeah, how bad it was. Right, and now he's on the wagon, and I think that there is talk of getting. Sorry, getting married and stuff. But I think he was very hesitant to do that because, like you said, they aren't supposed to make any commitments. Yeah, he should probably hang on. He should probably hang back on that marriage thing for a little bit. Yeah, but then I also think... all the way the hell together. That's true. That's true. Because then, (laughs) Like, his life. Yeah, no, no, no. Because that's a his life thing. And when they get married, it becomes a their life thing. Mm. And it's hard to separate yourself, I think. I'm not married, but I could imagine... It's hard to separate yourself from the marriage or from the unit, mm-hmm. right? And when you have something that major going on, you have to. Because you have to take care of yourself yeah. in a very different way. Mm-hmm. So it's probably best for him to wait a little bit. Because then what happens, you get married, then you're pregnant. Now you got kids. You have a wife and a child. Yeah, you have to think about, now you have to think of family. Mm-hmm. And that's a pressure that'll drive you to drink. <laughs> So it's, uh, it's it's a lot, and if you're not like solid and you're not whole, you don't have your feet like really firmly planted on the ground, especially when you stand in your sobriety, 
you could very much spiral out of control very because it's like people who've been sober 16 years can have one drinking and freaking go on a bender mm-hmm. so like imagine if it's been this new i i was that's a lot that's exactly what i was reading but i think i heard because in speaking of like i have like speaking of addiction i you know there's people who also deal with like meth addiction oh, who dealt with and that. that's one that you will never not have well i they said that like yeah. once you've been addicted to meth you will always be addicted i thought to that meth. was heroin no meth uh-huh. you can stop doing it but you will always have that addiction in you oh gosh they told yeah. me that the, the, the they were talking about meth and they said that one of the things they've learned just about addiction in general mm-hmm. is that a part of the a part of a sobriety and a part of uh, like sobriety is relapse they was like most like they was like you will most yep. people who sort of are going through an addiction process relapse a time or two in their sort of progress. Mm-hmm. So you know they can like exactly what you're saying. They can go five. They can go eighteen years and then relapse and then they pick it up again and they have to go. Along. It's something it's that always they deal a, it's with. It's an ongoing process. It's it's like becoming right. Like yeah. Michelle Obama says like yes. you're never gonna arrive. You're always becoming because you're always changing and adapting. So it's your sobriety is very much a living uh, thing in that way too i can't imagine because yeah you think about that i've never thought about that when he told me and i'm thinking that's a lot like if i was to date someone who had an addiction mm-hmm. yeah how do you deal with that because you what you're saying you're going to start a family you're going to have other responsibilities your life is only going to get much more complicated and then to think okay you're also an addict and then once in a while you're having a bad week or year or something and you just go off the rails and i have to take care of you and manage everything on my own oh that's just a lot of pressure that's scary yeah yeah it also just depends on how that person deals with it that's true some people just curl up in a ball and just go crazy and then some people are like drinking every day but they going to work (laughs) you know everybody's different everybody deals with their demons in different ways that's definitely true um speaking of demons we I don't, I don't, that's not a good segue. What? Well, was. It has nothing to do with demons, yeah. but we have to talk about Cardi B's vagina. Okay. Before, okay. before we let the conversation yeah. get the best of us. Um, so you didn't see it? I did not see it. Okay. I I'll, heard about it, but I didn't see it. I feel it. bad being like, I'll show you the pictures, because something about that doesn't seem right. You don't have to but show I'm me telling pictures. You I'm going to show seen you the one, pictures of a woman's vagina. I've seen, in the, I've seen pictures of... They are all different, Stanley. I know that they're different, yes. <laughs> I've seen They're not one. like penises. Penises look all the no, same. No, penises don't look all the same. <laughs> no, but anywho, so you know her and her husband mm-hmm. were Oh, God, flexing. you said that with a, 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 a tone. Did I? I guess I did. Yeah. Oh, it's whatever. I don't actually even feel any kind of way about their union. <laughs> I don't care. But um, they were just being the rappers mm-hmm. on the red carpet at the mm-hmm. Billboard Music Awards and she had this like very revealing. The thing is, her dress it seemed like it was like oh a long, but it had a lot of splits and everything. Yes. And he kept lifting her leg, and they was making out. They was putting showing their tongues, how they was going in each other's mouths. And in one of the photos that was snapped by a woman, by the way, which I thought was funny, mm. um, you can see her vagina. Mm. So I guess they don't realize it because he's lifting her leg. And she probably was getting a little breeze up there, but that's normal when you don't have on any panties mm-hmm. and you just, is you know, the wind is blowing and it's just, it's a very clear photo of her vagina. You don't see it at first because that's not the focus of the picture, mm-hmm. right? The focus of the picture is it's them kissing, right? So you're looking at that, but then you go, wait a minute, Hold <laughs> is up. that what I think it is? <laughs> like, but you do have to zoom. You have to zoom to like... See very clearly that's a vagina. So my question to you is: these pictures, 
This is there's no video of this. This is pictures. No. This is what happened. Um, you know the internet has no fucking joke. yes. Complex magazine had posted the picture on their Instagram, like you know publications do. Mm-hmm. People went, other people went nuts with it. Complex didn't notice it either when they posted. They took it down. Mm. But you know, people had already taken screenshots at oh, that no. point. So the memes started coming. Mm-hmm. The memes of her vagina started oh, coming. And um, so Cardi claps back with a video. She's fully naked. She just has on like loose eye pumps or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, y'all saw Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, my favorite part is that she was like, if you wanted to see my vagina that bad, you should have came to the club when I was stripping and I needed money. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's real talk. <laughs> she's like, you could have seen my vagina. <laughs> like, a lot funny. of people have. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> wow. right, I'm like, right. that's so true. But she was also saying like, oh, it's not my vagina. Clearly, y'all have never seen a girl with ass. That was a shot. You, It was my ass. It, it was not. I was like, anybody who has a vagina, knows vagina, or has seen a vagina, knows that was a vagina. But and she I was would like, have known. She's, it's like, did you see the pictures, Cardi? Did you think that I'm was I'm sure your she ass? saw the pictures. Of course she saw the pictures. But she was just like, that's my ass. That's not my vagina. Because you couldn't see, like, her clitoris. Mm-hmm. It was clearly, it was the coin slide. Oh, like, you could see. I yeah. guess for her, it was the jackpot. Thing she's not embarrassed about it. Good. I'm glad she's not embarrassed about it. Because, you know. If your vagina is going to go viral, you might as well be like, And well, she's not the first celebrity who had that happen on the red carpet. Right. And then again, like she said, I was a stripper. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have seen my vagina. The difference is they paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all getting a little peek for free. <laughs> right. And she's like, y'all thirsty. No. Also, too, though, now there's just these memes. Mm-hmm. So that's the part that I, it's like, people need to chill. With the memes. Are they funny? There's like one where it's like, so the picture is he's basically like dipping her down Mm -hmm. and pulling her leg up and kissing her. And then there's one was like, there's cats jumping out of her vagina. Oh, God. Yeah, people just, they're taking it a little too far on that note. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's like, okay, this is still a woman's private parts. Have a little, it's Cardi B, I get it, but have some respect. People don't care. They don't. People do not care. They don't. It's, and, well, I guess now we're going to jump into something that's even more sad. Oh, oh about... we're going we gonna to just left turn right yeah, there, Yeah, we're going to go like down. Yeah, you're not even going to like let this segue <laughs> into... Speaking of celebrities. Speaking of celebrities. Aww. Well, we talked, you know, John Singleton passed away yeah. last week. And I think he had a... He suffered a stroke, which he was in the hospital for. Yeah. He was hospitalized well, was for a couple of days. Week. Yes. And um, apparently it's because of hypertension. Yeah, hypertension was the cause. But John Singleton, we know him from um, directing Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, uh, Higher Learning, Higher Learning, the beginning of. So I don't. Before Higher Learning came out, I had never heard of a school shooting, ever. That was like nineteen ninety four, five. Yeah, maybe nineteen ninety five. Yeah. So it was like, did John Singleton's mind just go there? Hold up. I mean, there must have been probably. When did Columbine happen? Years later. Years later. No, Columbine later. happened like 97, maybe. Okay, that would be but, years I mean, later from 95. Yeah. And then and Columbine was, as far as I know, the first. I don't Like, was, we had never heard yeah, of maybe, yeah. a school shoot, like a mass school shooting. Maybe at a high school. Maybe there had been. I don't know. Yeah, we probably. But it was know. just like, what? Yeah. And that was. Yeah, because I remember seeing. I saw that movie. John Singleton called that shit. Yeah. And it's Man. become, and almost not every, it's become a common thing. It has become very common here in America. In this country, it's really sad and it's frightening, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, I mean, he did because I. The funny thing is, I have to watch Boys to Men, Boy, Boys to Men, Boys in the Hood again, mm-hmm. and I've seen. I had never liked the movie. I liked the movie, but it always made me sad because Ricky dies. And that scene was really, uh, as a kid, I remember thinking, it was very sad. And I was like, I don't want to see this ever again. Like, everything up into the movie, it just was, what? I just wanted to put on record that I said Morris Chestnut was fine as hell in that movie. And no one else agreed with me. (laughs) And then years later, he was the dude. Because you don't remember him on Out All Night? Yes, and Dwayne Martin was Vidal. Yes. And I used to always say, the other brother's so cute. Mm-hmm. And I used to think he was so handsome. And in Boys in the Hood, I thought he was so cute. Yeah, he was cute. I don't, and but, no one else thought so. And they were like, ugh, no. Because they was all about um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Which I just, I wasn't, I didn't think he was a good looking, I wasn't into him in that way. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh, no, no. Trey. No. Yes, Trey. No, but he's anyway, square yeah, face. And then Ricky got killed and I was like, this is the cute one. Yeah. I, I felt too because I also thought Raheem was the cutest one in Juice. And I was like, why the cute ones keep getting killed? Hold on, which one? Who played Raheem? Um, um, damn it. You really, you gonna put me on the spot like that well, with his name? Well, there was, there was two uh, It's just escaping me Isn't right the now. guy who, who played ex. on The Girlfriends? He played on yes. Girlfriends? Wasn't yes, it? he yes. played Maya's husband. Yes, I know his name. I, I know who he I is. I know his name, too. Um, and it's is escaping it? me. But anywho, he, back then, like, in Juice, I was like, he was the cutest one. <laughs> and he got killed. Raheem was yeah, the he, dude. Yeah. And then yeah. Ricky got killed. I was like, oh. Yeah, that was, that was a sad movie. It was but, a good yeah. movie, but, I mean, even two people are talking about the things that, I mean, nothing is new under the sun with um, John Singleton and how, like, in that movie, people keep referencing the the speech that Lawrence Fishburne gave to his son when he took him. And he's like, what is this, a billboard? And he started talking about gentrification and mm-hmm. how all that works. I mean, nothing changes there. But people are referencing that and talking a lot about what he's contributed because he was the first black African-American nominated for Best Picture, Oscar, I think. And he was John only 24. Singleton, yes, John Singleton was very young yes, when he was I did doing not know that. that work. Yeah. He did a lot that I don't think people realize. Yeah. yeah. He directed Remember the Time. Yes, he did. Yes. I was like, yeah, he saw a young Iman. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously she was already Iman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he worked with Michael Jackson. And yeah. It was a thing. Yeah, John Singleton was a dude. And I didn't realize that he was the brains behind Snowfall. Oh, I didn't know. Well, yeah, I, didn't I didn't know, know that. that. Snowfall, he, which true. is amazing. He, he started producing. Um, yeah, a oh, lot he's of done everything. He was screenwriter, producer. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it is really sad because he was only 51. Only, and I didn't know he was so that young. young. I didn't because I think what it was is when I started reading about him, I didn't know didn't Boys Man. He was, he was only twenty four. Boys in the Hood. Yeah, Boys in the Hood. What I keep saying, Boys in the Man. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was so young, and it's funny because that movie came out what, like ninety two. 91. 91, 92. Okay, okay. Yeah, because Boys and Men was probably just coming out. Boys in the Hood. Boys and the Men. Boys oh, Boys and the Men. The group oh, were just okay. coming out. Because that was around 91, 92 when like that new Jack Swing was in. Oh, that was such a good era. Yeah, oh music. my gosh. Yeah, oh, TLC so at first came good. out. Like, it was really cool. Um, But yeah, Johnson goes in. It's interesting because people, you know, they think of like diabetes and hypertension, those kinds of things linked with heart attacks. But People don't realize you are 50% more likely to have a stroke Mm -hmm. if you're sedentary. Yeah. So even like something just as simple as you're not taking care of your body and you sit all day, Mm -hmm. you're more likely to have a stroke than someone who's active. Yeah. So walking, we really do have to like, yeah. Because it's it's more prevalent in black and black communities and even like men, like black men under four, like it, it happens to them at a younger age and it does in other like ethnic group mm-hmm. and then black women when they get older it be, it increases with them as well and some of it is they say is genetic and they haven't quite figured it out why um, people like black people are 
what? They haven't figured out what? Well, they haven't figured out <laughs> the, the genetic factor of it. Why does it happen? Why does it, um, the prevalence is much higher in black communities than it is in other, other, um, ethnic groups. They haven't figured that out. Why right. does it happen? Why, besides, like, say I could grow up and I could be eating sort of healthy and exercising, but I'm more prone to high blood pressure. They haven't you're, figured you're, that out. You're more prone to it, but you're likely not going to get it, because let's be real, let's be honest, a lot of it is the crap that we're consuming. Oh, yeah, the and salt. And that's what's being pumped into our communities. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I was talking about how his, um, like, where he works, it's a very wealthy town, mm-hmm. like Summit, New Jersey. And he was saying something how, like, they only have, like, one fast food restaurant in the whole town. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a Wendy's, and, like, it just opened. Yeah. Like, other than that, if you want fast food, it's like Panera Bread, mm-hmm. where it's, like, everything is made fresh and it's whole. He's like, they don't have fast food restaurants yeah. there. And I'm like, right, because they were just like, nope, not our kids. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If it's not there and your kids don't have access to it, then they're not going to eat it. Yeah. So you're already starting them out 10 steps ahead. Yeah. If you're not feeding that crap to them. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I didn't have fast food until I was in, like, college. Mm -hmm. Because we grew up in a kosher home. Mm -hmm. So my mother was not taking us to McDonald's. She would take us to Kosher Delight Mm -hmm. (laughs) once in the blue. Hold on, did you say that there was something there that (laughs) she used to give you, but you always thought it wasn't as good? Maybe I'm making this up. The nuggets or something that you were like... Anyway, go on, go on. Oh, no, there was this one place called uh, Burger Nash. They used to have these disgusting egg rolls. But anyway, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's we legit would have to go all the way to Midtown Manhattan or all the way to, like, Flatbush and Coney Island or Midwood, parts of Brooklyn where it was predominantly Jewish, mm-hmm. like super Orthodox Jewish, to get fast food. So that was a task. So we eat a lot of fast food mm-hmm. because, A, it's expensive because... Jewish fast food is like three times the price yeah, you have to of like yeah. non-kosher fast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewish fast food. Kosher <laughs> fast food. Yeah, it's like three times the price. So if you wanted like a burger from Kosher Delight, it was like six bucks. Mm. Whereas like a burger at McDonald's would be like a dollar and change or like yeah. two dollars. Yeah. Yes, Kosher Delight, forget it. It was like six dollars. So it's not something you're going to do often. Yeah. So we didn't eat a lot of fast food growing up. We ate a lot of whole food growing mm. up. And granted, like, we ate a lot of crap because we were poor. We lived in the hood. Yeah, and kids. accessibility mm. is everything. But my mother had a car. And mm. she would drive all the way out to Astoria, mm-hmm. to Long Island City, which is now all fancy and shit. And there was a big-ass path mark. And she would, every two weeks, go out there and just stock up on a whole bunch of gro- groceries. Mm. And she would only buy meat chicken, all that stuff from the kosher places. So she would go out to Flatbush. Mm-hmm. There was a place called Kosher Meat Farm and a place called um, Kosher City. Mm-hmm. And that's where she would get, like, all the meat and stuff that we consumed. Yeah, it's it's good that, I mean, that allowed you to eat healthy because, a lot, like you said, a lot of people don't do that. And it's about access. When they have access to Burger King and all these things and just the food, just the food diet, not even being educated on food mm-hmm. and just like throwing together, like, what is it called? Like these meals that they think are healthy with. And it's like, well, that's very high in fat. 
or I mean, salt. Salt. Salt, salt is like the thing that the gets frozen you. foods, right? The, yeah. the, the the smart ones and all that stuff. Yeah, and they're and like, like, these are great. Only like, nine, was it? Uh, uh, 150 calories and nine grams of fiber. And I'm like, turn that package around and tell me yeah. that got how much sodium? It's got 868 grams of sodium. Yeah, like, per first so, And then it's just like a small package. It's like, that's yep. four per serving. Per serving, exactly. Yes. That's <laughs> another thing people don't pay attention to the serving sizes. Mm-hmm. When it says 50 grams of sugar per serving, but then on the side, it says, this contains three servings mm-hmm. so now you're up to 150 grams of sugar yeah. if you drink that whole thing yeah i try to stay away from the sugar the sugar scares me and the salt scares me and yeah. i feel like for the past two weeks i've been a little heavier on the salt than usual and Be i'm like oh. with that yeah it, yeah it scares me so much and it's not just soda people think oh if i cut out soda and i'm like but you're still drinking that snapple mm-hmm. look at the side of that snapple you tell me you don't have 35 grams of sugar the same as a Pepsi, maybe oh more. My gosh. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. So you cut out the caffeine, but mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Yeah, and <laughs> I think I, I'm not completely watchful of what I eat. Not totally, but I think if I've had, I always say if I have fried food on Monday, then I'm probably not going to have it on Tuesday. I don't drink anything really but water and alcohol, and I don't drink that much alcohol <laughs> nowadays because I'm old. But it's just water because I think I'm. <laughs> Because I know I like to eat other things. I know I like to usually eat what I want and be aware of it. So I'm like, I'm not going to drink all the bad stuff. I'm okay with just water. Other things taste good, like juice and all that. I don't know when's the last time I've had juice. The sad thing is, I feel like I don't really drink much of anything either, except mm-hmm. water, alcohol, and tea. Because I drink a lot of tea. <laughs> but I probably drink more alcohol than water. That's the bad thing. Yeah, you, you, like, you like. I drink more wine than water for sure. I feel like you need a. Uh, because you like your carbonated water. Yes, you like your Pellegrino. Probably. No, I like Pellegrino. It has to be specifically Pellegrino. You, like, if you bring me a Perrier, I'm not interested. Or you, you just bring me, like, a random ash, like, Schweppes, like, ah, I'm good. I wonder, would you benefit <laughs> from a soda machine? Soda I wanted strength. one before, but mm. now I figured out that it's not just having the bubbles. It's the taste of Pellegrino. Well, I you know love what, you the come, way it when, tastes. When we get it, because... We have one, a drink mate, though, which means that you can carbonate anything. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to carbonate some water when you come over and you'll have to taste it. Because then if you like that, then you might as well get one. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. When we have Pellegrino, I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. I do. I love the way it tastes. I don't need juice. Like, I don't, you know, it's like whatever. I'm not super into juice. The one thing I have to be careful with is Rebel. Mm-hmm. I do love me a Rebel. Like, to the point where, like, I like the taste of it. Mm-hmm. It's just not even, even about, uh, like, about the results. Like, like I like drank a cold. Rebel yesterday and I was like, oh my god, this tastes amazing. <laughs> I was, like, salivating that and my dust melted into the chair. I was like, I needed this. I love it. And I was like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I have on my list no Red Bull. It's, like, on uh, my list of things not to do this year. It's, like, no Red Bull. Occasionally I have a ginger ale. <laughs> I do like a ginger ale, but that's only at work. Lord. And then I don't feel as bad because I'm like, it's just ginger ale, but it's just ginger ale. Why do people say that? It's soda. No, it's Ginger ale is soda. I it's because our have... moms told us to take it to settle our stomachs when yeah. we were kids. It's soda. I definitely have about four or five ginger ales a year. I definitely know that. Know that. Ne- definitely never over 10. Definitely know that. And I do have, uh, I don't think there's anything else I like to drink. But yeah, I like a, oh, and occasionally a little orange soda. <laughs> Uh, well, you're black. But no, you like a little I, grape too, Stanley? No, but I only have orange <laughs> soda, a grape soda, when you have it. 
whatever. Oh, whatever. You, no, no, no. I don't you know don't when's have, the last time I had. That's what I'm saying. That's it's very, very <laughs> rare. If we're out together, and occasionally you'll get uh, an orange soda or something, and I'll have a sip of it, but it's very, very rare. That's the only time. The problem is, I've been going to the movies a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, I like to get that little snack pack. It's it's probably for kids, but I think it's just Hold the on, perfect the snack pack amount. Uh, it's a little bit of popcorn. A, a like eight ounce soda mm-hmm. and a pack of like candy and it's the perfect portion i'm like who needs more popcorn it, or soda than this i agree no i do agree i think it's perfect it only lasts through half of the movie but mm-hmm. i'm fine and then i break out my wine and i'm chilling <laughs> i think i actually think that's a good yeah we need to watch our service but hold up didn't they say well, hold up what's going on this is years ago with the soda and stuff didn't one oh, the it? well the um this is the governor or the mayor yeah, and the, the mayor okay. was trying to pass um a ban on oversized sodas no that got stri- stricken down like no like, they were basically asked- like you don't get to tell people how much or soda they they like how much soda they can or can't have i understand so i understood where he was coming from but i do also understand that yeah you can't police like what people eat and like how much people eat that's their personal business if somebody wants all the hypertension and diabetes fine on the flip side though i get it that it's just like yeah i mean there's a lot of people who have these diseases and they're on medicaid or like you know what i mean they're on public assistance and yeah i wouldn't even say like oh they're strained on the system but it's just like yeah you know um it does need to be policed to some degree if I'm paying for it. <laughs> if I'm paying for it, I got a little bit of say in like, yeah, maybe you should lay off that sugar because you got diabetes. Or I think the company sometimes need to be, yeah, of course you can't control what people eat, but the government and the world definitely controls what's available to us, what we have access to. Right. And sometimes I think maybe these companies need to cut back on, we, we see that there's becoming an issue with everyone getting these supersized drinks. So maybe we just take those off of the menu. And they won't do, because the more money. money that they can make right, they're going to do what they want. That's what is the thing. It's not that you, you should be regulating what these companies can exactly. offer. Yeah. Right. It's just like, what's the point in that? That much sugar is just not good for the average right. human being. There's so got to be a way that. around that ban that the language would be different in a way that it doesn't seem like we're taking the choice away from the people. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's holding the companies responsible. Right. And then if somebody wants to buy two 32-ounce drinks so they can drink 64 ounces, you that's can't, on exactly. them. Exactly. That's their business. Just like when you find out they put in like glue and stuff in the food and mm. you know ingredients and then they say can you imagine and then all it's like shit you that can't do that <laughs> yeah good lord because up to a certain amount but you know yeah, go to the supermarket get your own stuff and cook your own food yeah and read because... the packages everything at the supermarket is not well i'm talking whole foods like not buying packaged processed food mm-hmm. don't buy processed food what buy a vegetables food. <laughs> uh, exactly what they sound like mm-hmm. <laughs> like Tell me. If it didn't come straight from like the ground mm-hmm. or an animal, mm-hmm. then it's not a whole food. Oh girl, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. So if your your like meal doesn't consist of like kale, potatoes, chicken, mm-hmm. if it you know, yeah. mm-hmm. if if you fried that chicken. You just tip the scales on whether or not that's whole food. Well, because then you've added, like, now you've added flour. You've yeah. added these these grains and all this stuff that otherwise you wouldn't have consumed. Mm-hmm. So, you just have to be careful. And uh, just when it comes to packaged food, I would say less is best. Yeah. Processed foods, 
Less is best. Less is best. And like all the snacks and the stuff that people eat, that like jobs now provide. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to like reach for the bag of cheese doodles instead of the apple. Mm-hmm. Like at my job, there's always tons of apples and oranges, but an hour later, the potato chips are housed. <laughs> the granola bar is gone. And they look at me because they're laughing. They're like, you're so healthy. You ain't got to worry. Ain't nobody taking them oranges. I'm <laughs> like, I see. I'll be taking them home. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to make eat an orange when I get home and an orange when I get to work. No one's eating the fruit. Yeah. So it's a little alarming. I mean, just the last thing Josh had told me, I don't know if this is true. He said that, because I was thinking, why do why do we crave those types of food? Why do we crave oh, like the big yeah. fatty things? And he said it's something like evolution. Mm-hmm. The way, I think I mentioned this before. And yeah, me and Josh also had that conversation. Oh, you did? We did. Did you agree with him? Yeah, I mean, it oh, makes sense. Yeah, that I agree cool. with him. I don't know if it's true or not, oh, but okay, it makes okay. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I thought that was really cool. I did not know. Just your program to do that. You want to, your body responds more to the things that have, fat, that can sustain you because when. Because you didn't know how long it would be until you meal. got another meal. Yeah. Exactly. So, or something that hearty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's that makes sense. Well, right. Josh is going to uh, end this out, huh? Yes, he is. On yes, that yes, note, yes. we're going to have to go until next week. But you can always mm-hmm. check out our website and you can always check us out on Instagram. On Instagram, yes. And Email us. Yes. So, Standrick is at Standrick W. Mm-hmm. I am at Always Fashion Week. And we collectively are at Black Hipster Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you can email us, like Stanley was about to say, where's Standrick? Black Hipster podcast at gmail.com there you go mm-hmm. um, you can also make sure you rate us if you like this episode um, subscribe as yes. well mm-hmm. uh, and say good things and feel free to um, say not so good things too and we'll read them on the air <laughs> and then delete them We're like those didn't happen and we'll yeah. delete you too yes. so watch what you say exactly <laughs> in the meantime bye bye bye